Hi, I'm Connor Svensson, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs, and this is your week in blockchain on Monday, the 10th of May, 2021. The highlights in this week's issue include Ether reaching another all-time high, Elon Musk hosting Saturday Night Live, PayPal discussing the launch of a stablecoin, Goldman Sachs now offering crypto derivatives, eBay outlining their plans for NFTs in crypto, and over 125 million in sales of the latest hot NFT. Ether prices have continued to rally. It's getting close to breaching the $4,000 at the time of recording. It now has a market capitalization of over $440 billion, which exceeds that of Johnson & Johnson, as well as Walmart and United Health. If it continues this upward trend, it wouldn't be long before its market cap actually is half of its larger siblings' Bitcoin, which is just over $1.1 trillion currently. This makes uh, Ethereum's 27-year-old creator, Vitalik Buterin, the world's youngest crypto billionaire, the driving force, it's said behind a lot of this is the increased institutional adoption of the cryptocurrency, which is also being driven by the cutover to the ETH2 network, which hopefully will be happening before the end of the year, which will reduce the power consumption drastically of the network. Also what's called EIP 1559, which will lower transaction fees for actually using the network and actually make the Ether cryptocurrency more scarce and other adoption that you're seeing in, in, in wide scale pilots and uh, projects such as uh, the European Investment Bank's bond issuance we spoke about last week. Elon Musk uh, hosted this this week's Saturday Night Live. As expected, uh, the, the Dogecoin cryptocurrency came up uh, during a, a weekend update uh, section. Um, someone, someone asked him, what is Dogecoin? He, he went into some details there and started talking about it. Um, there was a lot of speculation about the price of this the Dogecoin cryptocurrency off the back of it, and uh, it, it fell actually 22% uh, as, as the show began, um, which resulted in it being down nearly 30%, although it has seen a 130-fold increase this year in value. Off the back of everything that's been happening with Dodge, there's been a lot of um, you know, just discussions about really you know, why what, what's causing so, so much interest in it, given that it was created originally as a meme coin. Charles Hoskinson, the one of the co-founders of Ethereum, but also the creator of the Cardano, blockchain network has come out with some quite um, rational and balanced views on it. You know, he, he does see Dogecoin as an actual threat to the crypto space uh, because he sees that uh, you know, Dogecoin being you know, a, a meme coin uh, could, could actually destroy the reputation of the industry just because of its some somewhat comical nature and the fact it hasn't been was never created as a serious thing on the other side is too is that you know people really are just buying it to get get rich there's not sort of underlying network utility which uh, you know people are buying into as such in the same way that they are with the scarcity narrative of bitcoin and also the you know the programmability and computing capabilities of the Ethereum network. Off the back of this, it hasn't stopped many, many companies just getting involved more in terms of supporting it. eToro, they actually listed Dogecoin ahead of uh, Musk's appearance on Saturday Night Live. Uh, Gemini also listed it recently as well. And the, the actual coin has a market capitalization of over 70 billion, uh, which makes the, the, the coin worth more than Twitter, Capital One and Nintendo, which is kind of ironic given that uh, Elon Musk has been using Twitter to talk about Dogecoin and then it's off the back of this, it's resulted in the actual capitalization exceeding that of uh, of it. Um, this has also put uh, Dogecoin at number four in terms of the largest crypto currency by market capitalization, get bringing it closer to Binance's uh, 
coin. And we, we've also seen the volumes in Korea exceed those of its entire stock market as well in the last week. So there's uh, you know a lot a lot of activity happening there. Coinbase has also come out this week to say that they're going to allow users to actually pay for crypto using PayPal accounts. This will drastically increase the ease of which uh, company individuals can actually fund their Coinbase accounts. One of the challenges that a lot of people encounter is that they have to use their bank accounts to fund the accounts. Some banks are slightly wary of actually supporting crypto payments by using the PayPal rails. It just makes life a lot simpler for people. And PayPal have also said that they've had exploratory talks about launching a stable coin. Uh, apparently, they've been speaking with a, a number of the top stablecoin protocol developers, suggesting that they might be working with a third-party company on this. Uh, Avalabs, the team behind the Avalanche blockchain, is one of the organizations that's been speaking with PayPal about stablecoins, uh, but it's not clear what other protocols have been involved in the discussions. Uh, Grayscale, they've become a crypto sponsor of the American football team, the New York Giants. They will be be a presenting home game sponsor which uh, and support some of the giants training camps um, they'll also be hosting educational seminars on cryptocurrencies for the team's personnel so again it's this this whole thing of crypto starting to you know be normalized when you start seeing like crypto brands showing up alongside established sports teams uh, it starts to just put it more and more into the you know the, the minds of everyone as a these sort of common brands that you see Goldman Sachs have now started offering uh, Bitcoin derivatives they have actually started offering trading with non-deliverable forwards which is basically a derivative that's tied to the price of Bitcoin which uh, investors can pay for in fiat it's also been announced this week that they're one of the lead investors in a Series B round for the blockchain data firm Coinmetrics. There's been a lot of interest uh, in, the, in the last few months with the great rise of crypto and just analytical tools for crypto prices. We saw chain analysis uh, having some very hefty investments a few weeks back, and this continues to show that there's just more and more interest in companies that can provide analytics for this space. So Sotheby's has become the latest auction house to accept cryptocurrency in an artwork sale. They've announced that uh, a piece of art uh, that's going to be sold uh, it can be paid for in crypto. They're working with Coinbase on this. Uh, the actual piece of art is by the famous artist Banksy. It's called Love is in the Air and it will be auctioned on May the 12th in New York and the bids can be paid for in either Bitcoin or Ether. Given uh, Banksy's sort of anonymity and the appeal that he's had uh, for a number of years within sort of the more underground art movements and his very innovative ways of working, I think it's, it's great to see that he's actually embracing the crypto revolution and starting to do uh, sales and offerings here as well. The S&P uh, Dow Jones now offers a cryptocurrency in index series and uh, an S&P Bitcoin index. These indexes are known as the digital market ind indices. They measure how digital how digital assets that are registered on cryptocurrency exchanges are performing. The, uh, the series was announced in December 2020, and they're actually curating pricing data from the crypto software provider Luca, but the indices are curated by S&P's index committee. So the, the three indices cover Bitcoin, Ethereum, and uh, cryptocurrency mega caps, and the S&P have said that they expand, intend to expand uh, the series to other coins later this year. So again, just more signs of the normalization of uh, crypto as an asset class with these, these uh, pricing providers getting very involved in it. A Mexican Bitcoin exchange, uh, Bitso, has raised $250 million, which uh, makes it Latin America's first crypto unicorn. The actual round was led by hedge fund giant Coatu and uh, investment firm Tiger Global, which puts the valuation at $2.2 which makes it one of the largest fintechs in the region. 
and as we said, the first crypto unicorn. An Ethereum 2 staking project called Lido has raised 73 million in a new funding round led by Paradigm. What Lido does is it's a liquid ETH2 staking protocol. So right now, those people who've invested in the ETH2 network, their ETH cryptocurrency is locked up in that network until the main Ethereum networks transfers across to it. The cutover hopefully will be happening later this year, but uh, those funds when they actually become movable is not clear quite yet. But the idea here is that uh, people who've staked this ETH can then actually use it to earn yield using the, uh, the Lido project. Um, and so it's, it's a very innovative uh, another very innovative uh, DeFi application here. So people are finding ways to earn additional yield on their Ether that's locked up in the ETH2 network. Nokia has also uh, announced that they're launching, they've launched a blockchain-powered marketplace for data trading, which will provide secure data trading and AI models. The idea here is that it will enable trusted exchange and monetization of data via pri a private blockchain. Uh, and it offers secure multi-party transactions to benefit a wide range of industries. Amazon have also uh, rolled out a Chia a crypto mining solution on AWS in, in China. What they say on the actual site anyway is that uh, users can deploy a cloud-based storage system in as quickly as five minutes in order to mine XCH, the native cryptocurrency on the network. It's something that right now that seems to be just limited to China, um, but because of the interest it's received by Chinese investors, they decided to move forward and put something out there. In DeFi, uh, Uniswap has successfully launched its uh, V3 on Ethereum. With the new Uniswap V3 release, what it basically does is for people who are providing uh, liquidity, um, i.e. You know, making funds available for others to trade on the platform, it gives them more control over the actual price ranges that their capital is allocated to. Historically, it would just be you know put in a pool there and there wasn't too much that you could configure about it, so to speak, whereas here it just gives you more flexibility there. The other notable feature with Uniswap V3 is that these multiple fee tiers will enable liquidity providers to earn various amounts depending on the levels of risk that they actually take on. And the Uniswap's creators obviously claim that this is the most uh, uh, flexible and efficient uh, um, money market ever designed. Uh, CryptoPunks, the most uh, pop, one of the most popular NFT projects on the web, have just released their latest project called MeBits. The project boasts 20,000 procedurally generated 3D characters that are tradable on the Ethereum blockchain. They hope that these 3D characters will eventually serve as avatars for virtual worlds, games, and VR. It's been an incredibly successful project. In the last set, in the last week, they've managed to sell 125 million dollars worth of them. Terra Virtual and Hashmarks have also also unveiled rolling royalty models with a joint NFT collection, which has sold out again very quickly. Basically, for the week leading up to the release, uh, people were able to register their masks in the queue. And then when this drop happens, the, the actual hash mask sold out in less than five minutes, which was a very, very fast sale on the marketplace they were listed on. It's the first time that uh, these hash masks NFT owners will be entitled to a part of the royalties sold from an ongoing collection. So what this means is basically that there'll be rolling royalties for Hashmask users to derive income from a tertiary NFT asset. Uh, so again, it's another big innovation happening in the space there. eBay as well have also started making a bit of noise about uh, crypto and NFTs. They've said that they want to start supporting NFT digital collectibles. Uh, eBay's CEO, Jamie Ione, made the indication during an interview with CNBC. He also said they're also looking at supporting crypto as a payment offer as well. An NFT startup called RT RTFKT has raised $8 million in seed funding led by Andreessen Horowitz. They're, they're best known for 
actually holding an NFT sale of digital sneakers in collaboration with uh, an 18-year-old artist called Ferocious uh, earlier this year, and it's, it yielded over three million in under seven minutes. What's interesting here is that they're they're really f- focusing on digital fashion with their actual offerings. They started off with sneakers, but I'm sure from there they'll continue to expand where they go. Uh, Dole have partnered with this hungry artist, uh, David Detuna, to help address hunger. They basically announced that uh, David Detuna is going to be working with the Dole Sunshine Company to create an NFT for a collection inspired for their Sunshine for All TM rallying cry. The idea is that it's to increase awareness of food insecurity and malnutrition worldwide, and the works will be made available on the Rarible platform. The Eternity chain has uh, presented the Muhammad Ali and Pele uh, NFT collections. They see on this platform, they've they've been putting up some auctions for some exclusive NFTs for the boxer Muhammad Ali and also uh, Pele, the the, the famous uh, Brazilian footballer. Also in boxing news, there's a marketplace for NFTs being launched by Travala.com, and they're going to be pairing up with the heavyweight champion box set Tyson Fury on this. Then finally, a collaborative NFT art project called The Canvas has opened. They're creating a limited allocation of 256 NFTs to the to the public. Decanvas, which is the largest collaborative NFT uh, art project, is going to be allocating this 256 public releases uh, to basically community pixel board. Uh, each one of these NFTs gives its own a full control over pixel colors at a specific location on the canvas board. And uh, the NFT holders may participate in community-based NFT-backed art piece creations through an independent, decentralized, autonomous organization, giving the community control over the projects in its future. So the key thing really to take away here is that they're very focused on this community NFT creation and actually having governance using a DAO, which is really a governance model that exists on top of a blockchain. So they're really taking the kind of decentralization plus collaboration uh, approach to the to, to these NFTs here. In terms of the metrics this week, uh, there's, there's been some big moves. Crypto market capitalization is up to, uh, up 10%, so 2.4% trillion. Uh, the amount locked in DeFi is up over 20%, uh, just under 84 billion. And the seven-day NFT sale volume is up almost 400% uh, to $170 million, uh, with an average sale of 31000 And this is thanks to the, the Mebit sale, which we mentioned earlier on. That's all we have for this week. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel. Links to all items discussed are available in the show notes and our website, weekinblockchain.com. We also host a weekly clubhouse room every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. UK, if you'd like to discuss any of the items we've covered here. Thanks, and I'll see you